What's up, guys? My name is Garrett, and welcome to the Works Podcast. Let's try this out, see what happens. I have my water ready. I'm excited, a little nervous, but let's get it done. So, uh, I'm really excited for a lot of reasons. I already uh, put two videos out on YouTube this week, and the response has been stellar, but not uh, not so much in the uh, views, but in the case that people have been, uh, you know, talking to me and being like, oh my God, I, I liked what you said and so spontaneous. And that's how people talk to me, uh, you know, so spontaneous. And it's so nice that you're putting your truth out there and you're being so authentic and all that shit. And I'm like, yo, that's crazy because that's exactly what I was trying to do. But anyway, uh, so far, I talked about my situation uh, in life so far, what's going on uh, the last nine months, <clears throat> and also what um, what I think about being Latino. And I wanted to touch a little bit more on that, expand on it, because I feel like it's a, it's a weighty topic. But <clears throat> let's get to it. Let me drink some water first, though. Ah, that water, that water break. But anyway, um, so I was born here in the U.S., thankfully. Uh, and thanks to the Constitution, I'm secured a, a blue passport. But um, I had the opportunity of going to Colombia when I was four and living there well, for three years. So until I was seven. Uh, and I met all my cousins, I met all my family, I had time to play as a child, because, you know, here you can't really do that all the time. Well, you could back in the day, or so they say, the baby boomers, but, uh, nowadays it's kind of hard, because, you know, everybody's like, oh my god, I don't want my child being, you know, taken and stuff, and all that nonsense, and that's very true, you don't want that. If I had kids, man, I wouldn't let them out without... <clears throat> me being there or some adult, you know, supervising, because that's scary, man. Imagine getting your kids taken and then you have to get all Liam Neeson on shit and be like, I will find you and I will hurt you. And then I'll take you to the police because I'm a law abiding citizen and all that jazz. But anyway, um, it's just crazy, man, um, how the difference in... Uh, culture and uh things you can do and things you can do some good some bad on either side you know i'm not being like oh my god colombia is like the greatest thing that ever is and because yeah it's good but it's not great and over here as well there's you know gives and takes you know like the weather and some of the laws and also over there in Colombia, some of the laws and some of the people. But, you know, there's bad and good everywhere you go. But anyway, back to what I was saying. Um, so I lived over there, learned the language, um, learned the culture, uh, really uh, left with a piece of Colombia ingrained in me. Uh, as far as like manners and uh, different uh, kinds of things that you would do, uh, you know, 
culture-wise, you know, you, you leave with a piece of the culture attached to you because, again, I was four to seven, and less like those are your like very important years and learning how to be a person. That's when <clears throat> you start learning how to actually talk in full sentences and all that jazz. So uh, I had learned English here uh, when I was a youngin, but then when I went over there. I uh, started speaking Spanish and I forgot it. And then when I got here, it was uh, really weird because I had already done kindergarten, first grade, and a little bit of second in Colombia. And then I came here seven to eight. And the thing is, in Colombia, there's a different uh, schedule. They start school in February, I believe, uh, or January. And they go all the way to, I think, like, November or such. I'm not sure, but I know there's, like, their their winter break, quote-unquote, is uh, their summer break. So, like, they have that time to themselves where we have the summer. They have the rainy season because it's flipped. Over there, they have rainy season and dry season because they don't have snow, and if they do have snow, it's in, like, the mountains and stuff. But anyway, enough of that. Uh, so I had half the time, because I came during the summer, <clears throat> and um, so um, what was I saying? Yeah, I came during the summer, so I didn't have the full time that I was supposed to be in second grade. Plus, I didn't know English, so that was another thing that, like, was holding me back. And then... When I did go um, to uh, start, also, I'm a November kid, so that's another thing where they just like, well, you know, just you got to start a little later because you are not the same age as the other kids and all this other stuff. But anyway, um, they were saying that I didn't know English and therefore they needed to hold me back. They couldn't put me in third grade because I didn't know enough. I was smart, or so they tell me. Wait, no, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty smart. Fuck that. But <clears throat> they, tell me, they tell me that. I took a test. They're like, no, no, no. You're, you don't know English. You need to go back to second grade. So they put me in second grade ESL. And um, it was kind of weird, man. Because uh, I really wanted to learn it as quickly as possible. Even at like 78 years. No, I was eight when I... When I Well, I turned eight here, and I just didn't want to sound like, you know, I didn't want to have an accent. I wanted to, because I, I don't know, so for some weird reason, I had this, like, sense of pride to myself where I'm just like, hey, you know, I don't want to sound like, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't want to have a weird accent because a lot of the kids that had accents were made fun of, and I was very self-conscious already. I don't know why, but... Uh, I didn't want another, like, thing, you know, pulling me back in my head, I guess. So, in, like, around six, seven months, I picked it up really quick, and I was still struggling, because, uh, obviously, come on, it's six, seven months, I'm trying to learn a language. Even though I spoke it before, like, I'm still, like, trying as hard as I can to get all this stuff ready and get as good as possible um 
and I was just messing up here and there, but you know, little by little, thanks to uh, PBS shoutouts to Channel Thirteen, woo woo, and uh, watching TV a lot, uh, I was able to pick up on that real quick, and I didn't have an accent, well, much of an accent, for uh, for I guess the first year or two, and uh, yeah. That's a that was a weird weird time in my life, and then you know just uh, spelling and like, you know, well spelling most of all because the phonics it was pretty easy because of like I said watching TV and you pick up a lot of stuff and you're just like oh okay yeah that's exactly how you're supposed to say it, so like I informed myself through what I've heard and what I've seen, and that's why I'm able to speak the way that I speak instead of speaking like this and having an accent and being like oh yeah i want to tell you something uh, one time and there's nothing wrong with that i thought there was back in the day because i was a little child and i didn't want to get made fun of by you know kids that have been speaking english since they were born but anyway um another thing it was weird also having that thought process of like, oh, I don't want to sound like that. I don't want to sound like that. I don't want to sound like, you know, I'm not part of here because I, I, for some reason, I, well, not for some reason. I feel it's in the cultures. Like if you're different, if you're not from around here, they're going to ridicule you and whatever. And, you know, trying to make you into the American box and like America, if you're not from America, then and um, growing up, uh, you know, now third, fourth, fifth, sixth, all the way uh, until before high school, I felt really weird. And I was just like trying to be as American as possible, trying to be as, um, you know, as, as, um, as close to what it is that quote unquote, being an American is uh and you know that comes with culture and like I really was really annoyed by like Latin culture growing up because I was self-deprecating in that sense and I was just like oh man I don't want to be part of that because this this and that because <clears throat> you know you're afraid and you're self-conscious about these things that you shouldn't be self-conscious about when uh you know it's part of who you are, like literally, not just because of my descendants and stuff. It's just like I lived over there and I became part of like Colombia for a little bit. And it was really weird because as I got older, like now into freshman, sophomore year, like and started to think a lot more about my roots and about uh the fact that I knew two languages and that it was an asset to have that in my back pocket being bilingual, I started to appreciate it more and started getting more into the culture. Still, I was not as um, proud as I am today. And I feel also that, again, because of pop culture and the things that have been happening in the last 10 to 15 years have changed so much, uh, where, you know, you would see, uh, things 
only on Univision or Telemundo or stuff stuff of that you know in that vein you know that it's just for Latinos it's just like or in radio because radio is really big in my house growing up uh, in the early thousands um, and again little by little uh, as more and more artists started to uh, populate more actors started to populate <clears throat> the uh, culture that were Latino, uh, either from Puerto Rico, Mexico, uh, my own country, Colombia, and all that stuff. Um, you know, things started to change in my mind, and I started to get more and more proud because representation is real. Like, sincerely, like, it's so important to have someone there that uh, speaks like you or looks like you and... Uh, knows about what it is that you love, you know? And <clears throat> little by little, uh, now I'm a senior in high school and I'm feeling a little bit more proud of the fact that I am this, uh, you know, mixture of things. Uh, like I said in the video, if you haven't checked it out, you can go over to youtube.com slash Garrett Guzman. Uh, <laughs> shameless plug. Uh, you can go over there and watch it, but you know, you don't feel much here, much there, because, like, uh, you don't know all the things uh, about America, and you don't know all the things about your home country, whatever that home country might be. If you're Honduran, if you're Panamanian, if you're Venezuelan, if you are uh, Mexican, if you are Puerto Rican, Dominican, uh, Cuban, you know, Cuban... <laughs> But, you know, all the other countries that speak Spanish, uh, you know, you might feel like, man, uh, I'm not completely part of here and I'm not completely part of there because you're getting one thing at home. And then when you go outside, it's like, oh, man, like this is completely different. And like my values and my, you know, uh, and the things that we do are so different to uh, my friends that are not you know they don't ha they don't have that culture because maybe they're not first or second generation they've been here for you know four or five generations and they've been established and they're ingrained into this culture of America this culture of New Jersey this culture of uh, Hudson County where you know it's it's uh it's ingrained in them where for me and other people that I grew up with, it was neither here or there because, you know, they have their parents or their grandparents <clears throat> telling them like, hey, man, don't be doing that shit because that's not cool. We weren't raised like that. And then you have the culture at large where you're living and breathing and doing all these things as a person telling you, hey, man, that, that's fine. Don't worry about it. So it's like a weird like tug and pull where you don't even know what it is that you are, what you should do, how do you identify, and all that stuff. <clears throat> and then your boy got to uh, college, and it was, uh, man, <laughs> that was that was a different different thing altogether. Um, I pledged a fraternity, uh, which is majority Latino. They have all kinds of cultures, but they uh, really hit on the Latino thing and they drive it home. And I started to think about my roots in such a different way because of it. Uh, and for that, I thank it. You know, like, 
I started to think about myself in a different way and feeling proud of what I am. Not not completely here, not completely there. You know, just a, a, an amalgamation of all these things that uh, that make me up. You know, like being a Latino, being American, uh, being all these different things, um, and being completely proud of it, not feeling like, you know, distant from either side, but, you know, just being proud of the little things that I have from both. And that has been the case ever since I got out of uh, college. Hey, just full disclosure, I didn't I didn't graduate. <laughs> but that's a story for another podcast. Uh, anyway, so it was it, it was weird until then because then I started to research a little bit more about um, about who I am as far as like you know the Latino culture in America, not just being Colombian, but you know being Latino here and like what that means and <clears throat> the struggles as a whole race, not just you know like I said before being Mexican or being Cuban or being. Uh, Peruvian or anything just as a whole what kind of things we'd have to you know face what kind of things it is that we have to go through and we have had to go through and uh, right now I live in Hudson County West New York woo woo, and I've uh, lived in Hudson County uh, most of my life and Hudson County is one of the most densely populated areas in uh, New Jersey and they have a ton of Latinos, a ton from all different places, man. And it's beautiful because all our cultures are represented and all of us, there's like this melting pot. Some might say different, but if you say different, well, that's your opinion. I love the fact that everybody's represented. I feel that there's people from all over land America, all over Carib the Caribbean, because those are two different things, but they're kind of the same thing. It doesn't matter, whatever, whatever. But <clears throat> I feel it's so it's so beautiful. And I love it now because when I was growing up, you know, like it was a big thing, reggaeton, like, uh, and I was so, so annoyed by that whole movement. And now I'm like bad bunny till I die. And it's so weird because I didn't get it back then because I was young and like, oh, awkward kid. <laughs> so like this whole like going up, like, you know, team bashes and all that shit. I wasn't allowed to because, you know, like I had padlock, you know, do you not go? What are you doing? What do you think you're going? You're not going out in these things. And like, you know, I was really annoyed because, yo, like. It was just, a, it was a weird time to be a kid as far, you know, especially like an awkward kid <laughs> because you don't know what to do, you know, like it's all about perreo and shit and there's, this, and there's a girl that's literally, like it's not just salsa dancing, like there's literally a girl that, that rubs her butt against your crotch for a good two, three minutes and you're expected not to get aroused. And if you do, they're going to look at you like you're weird. And if they're not soliciting that, they're going to be like, what? Now, 
there's might be some people out there be like, no, 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 that's what we wanted you to do, bro. And then in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, word, that's what, oh, my bad. I, you know, I had heard stories. But anyway, <clears throat> reggaeton's a whole weird kind of situation for me growing up. But anyway, um, as I'm growing older, I'm getting more and more proud of the fact that I am from both sides, that I have culture from here and from over there and from all the other different countries that I've been able to uh, to in quote unquote travel to by being friends with people from those cultures, you know, instilling in me different things. And it's just become such a like, like Latino culture has become such a little like, you know, melting pot, like I said before, of so many different things, you know, that um, back in the day, our our parents' parents from their countries would have never thought that, like, you know, we would be mixing so many things together, mixing words, saying words from other cultures and, you know, costumbres. Well, that means customs from other cultures and all that stuff, you know, getting baked into your culture as a Latino uh, or Latina. Or Latinx, hey man, if that's how, me personally, I like to call myself Latino. Please don't, you know, break down the house. Please don't feel offended. I'm sorry. It's just, that's how I identify. If you identify differently, that's your business and you're allowed to do whatever it is that your heart desires, okay? But just, hey man, all right? Don't outrage you here because I'm just, I'm just telling my truth. That's all. But anyway, back to what I was saying. Um... It's just really cool to be um, la a Latino, Latina, Latinx in this time and space because I feel like it's our time, uh, you know, thanks to so many people that came before us um, that uh, paved the way, uh, you know, in pop culture in America so that we're able to be on late night to be in the Grammys, to be performing at uh, big shows, uh, having residencies in, in uh, Las Vegas, uh, being received in daytime, sh uh, daytime news and daytime talk shows, you know, being ingrained, being finally accepted into what this is, you know, like America, because it's for a long time we were that H word and, you know, like just this wetback or this beaner or whatever the slur you wanted to be. And we still are that. But thankfully, mainstream media sees us in a different light, you know, because there's obviously now more than ever, you see the division <clears throat> all across America. But in the long run, in the big scheme of things, like things are getting better and little by little, we're breaking through and getting better. <clears throat> and uh, more and more people are fucking with Latinos. And I love that because that's where I want to be. And I want to represent. And I want to be able to show how proud I am of being this, man. Because, yo, just... Latinos do it better, yo. Nah. 
I don't know. But anyway, thank you so much for listening to the first episode of the Works Podcast. Like I said before, my name is Garrett, and I hope you have an amazing day. Uh, Latinos stand up. If you like this, uh, please share uh, and tell your friends uh, if you feel the same way I feel about being first generation or being second generation, being a Latino, being a Latina, being Latinx in uh, these new times where, you know, it's okay to be like that, where it wasn't before, where, you know, kids grew up not being able to speak Spanish because they were afraid of, you know, being called out about it where now you see kids and they speak fluently and they're like six, seven years old and they know how to speak. And that makes me so proud and makes me so happy for the next generation that's coming up that they won't be speaking and they'll have the, the, uh, the knowledge to do that and the pride to be able to be like, hey, no, I want to speak my parents' language because I'm proud. And um, yeah, that's all. Thank you again. Uh, have an amazing day. Love you all. Be well. Bye. <laughs>